Three dorks, forged by geek culture at a young age, eventually grew up and started families of their own. Forever young at heart, they now navigate geek culture with children in tow. Whether it's dirty diapers, packing school lunches, or finding balance for it all, they are more than dads or dorks. They are both. This is Dads Are Dorks Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Dads Are Dorks Podcast. My name is Eric. I am your first guest co-host, and I'm joined by... Jason, and I am glad to be here, and I am also joined by... Tyler MC, and I'm joined by... Chris. And hey, Eric, welcome to the Dads Are Dorks Podcast, man. Glad to have you on board as our first ever guest co-host. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. It's uh, awesome to be here. Like, uh, I was just talking with Chris uh, one day, and he's like, hey, in, a, in like a week and a half, you want to be on the podcast? I'm like, <laughs> absolutely. No, so really, thanks for having me. That's how we officially yeah. invite people. We just, like, surprise and be like, hey, what are you doing in like a week? Do you want to record a podcast? Awesome. By the also, way, you're in charge of everything on that episode. <laughs> By the way, here, do our work for us. Here, exactly. please. It's a week off. Together our notes. Yeah, and you're doing this, like, we usually send each other show notes when we do it and kind of have an outline, but Eric did not send us the show notes tonight, so we are going... Because I did it five, like, ten minutes before we recorded. <laughs> we are going in All straight All professional blind. podcasters do. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a raw, unfiltered, but it will still be edited podcast. Right. 100%. Um, but I'm not going to shake up the format too much. So I just want to ask you guys, have there been any cool dad moments this week with your kids? Well, uh, my daughter is just full on walking now. Just cannot be stopped. Congratulations. Loves, and I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning just how much of my stuff is within her reach and how much mm. of it is breakable. Yep. And um, yeah, yeah, baby proofing is going just full steam ahead in my house. But um, we have started because girls got so much energy uh, just going on daily like walks, just mm. little walks like outside, um, just on the sidewalk, just going like up and down, like waving at all the neighbors going by. And she's she's just started to learn. Like, OK, like she could follow me. But then you see her years turn. She's like, it'd be funnier if I just turn around and run that way. <laughs> and so she does. <laughs> and so it's it's part walking her, part me chasing her down, and part her waving at cars. And it's a good time. Just as long as she's not running into the cars. That's, yes. that's No, hard. she's she's slow <laughs> enough. I can catch her for now. <laughs> it's all fun in games till they start thinking they can run, like legit run, mm -hmm. and then they start falling. Yep. And then, then you're like, oh, then then you then you go through that stage of, of fatherhood. Uh, Mason, correct me if I'm wrong, where you're like, you legitimately wonder if knee pads are something that's socially acceptable to make your children wear at all times. <laughs> and um, leashes, knee pads and leashes. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> understand, helmets, you understand helmets, those helmets parent leashes. You understand yep. why those exist yep. once your children start running. <laughs> I See, never I, used I mean, one. But... <laughs> I, I did. I took like a dad class. Like I read dad books. But for some reason, no one ever taught me what a goose egg was. And boy, I panicked the first oh. time she fell and hit her head and got one of those. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, her brain's going to leak out of this thing. It's just like this big bump, like a cartoon, literally a cartoon bump on her head. And I'm like, I had to Google. I'm like, oh, this is normal. This is what happens. 
okay, okay, I guess yeah. we're yeah. just going to ice it. Not and... every single thing requires urgent care. That's another important lesson to learn and as about being a father. It's not every <laughs> mm-hmm. injury is an urgent care injury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Had to hold myself back a little bit. The wave your fingers in front of their eyes numbers, you know, when they hit their head, that's kind of like the gauge of the if we're taking them to urgent care or not. Mm. Ah, you're fine. You could follow my fingers. You're fine. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Right. What about you guys? To look forward to. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You right have a boy, too. Yeah. So they're not like, quite walking yet, is he? No, he's he's seven months. We're uh, he's turning around. Um, he's still trying to crawl. I mean, he's like like pushes up on his knees and he does like a good half uh uh half push up but um in terms of crawling not quite yet and now i'm i'm wondering if that's a developmental thing or no or it's just no okay okay keep in keep in mind uh so i have three boys obviously my oldest son darren he never learned to crawl correctly he learned Mm. to walk before he learned to crawl Mm. true i mean he 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 army crawled a lot, a lot. Like he didn't get on his like traditional hands and knees and crawl. Like that wasn't him. Nolan, my middle child, that kid was crawling at like nine months and walking like two days after his birthday. Like he was oh like ba boom. Cameron, my youngest, didn't freaking start walking until he was like eighteen months old. All right, but when he did, he was like literally running. And I think I told you. I think Aaron, yeah. you remember that? Like. <laughs> yeah. Like, he just would not walk. Like, we're sitting there like, oh, my God, what's wrong with our child? Why won't he walk? Like, are we failing as parents? Did we did we get too lazy and be like, that's the third one they figured out? Did we did we screw up or something? And mm-hmm. then literally, and and I'll, maybe I'll share the video again. Like, C- Careful what you wish for, right? We hear noises coming from the other room. Like, Cameron's the type of kid where, this is a walking story, mind you, where if he does something funny, he'll laugh at himself. And so he was playing in, we call it the playroom. It's eventually going to be like a future dining room. But until then, there's like a kitchen set in there and, and foam pads all over the floor. It's where they go play. And we just hear him going, <laughs> you know, I look at my wife. She looks at me. She's like, I'm going to go see what he's doing. We have a treadmill in there. So he used to like, like to pull himself up on the treadmill and he'd laugh and then like sit down and then keep doing it. So she goes in there and, and she got her phone out because she thought she was going to catch something cute. So she like puts it on record. She kind of comes around the corner and he's standing next to the treadmill and he's like just kind of wobbling there and he's like ah, 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 and he turns and he looks at her and just full-on walks and follows her all the way in the kitchen like his first steps oh were gosh. like 36 steps and we have it all on video wow. and my wife's like cameron cameron what are you doing cameron <laughs> and he's just like ah, 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 ah. like oh, little stinker he was probably walking this whole time and we just he just, just why walk it. why walk if mom and dad will carry me so he's, he's ninja walking that's what it was <laughs> when you weren't looking Seriously, like maybe he was walking the whole time and we were just so oblivious because the other two are like running that we were like, oh, the blurs are going. Maybe I'm just a horrible parent. Maybe that's (laughs) I'm just not paying enough attention to my kids. No, No. my my youngest did the same, too, though. He he uh, he tried the army crawl and he would just get so frustrated. So he just started pulling himself up because he wanted to be up on his brother's level. And then eventually that just turned into walking. So he was just like, he skipped the whole crawling phase, did the army crawl, got frustrated and just moved straight into walking. So point being, point yeah. being, it could take, he could start walking at 10 months. He could start walking sure. at 12. Yeah. It could be yep. 14. It could be 16. It could be 18. He's going to go at the speed that's right for him. Right. And it's just really important to remember not to try to make these deadlines in your head. Like, oh, he didn't do this in enough time. He's not right. You know what I mean? Um, you know, cause we, 
again, story about Cameron, like, you know, we've always been concerned that maybe he's a little bit behind the other two. So, you know, he's in like speech therapy and all this other stuff. He's two, he's two and a half, you know, he's mm-hmm. just learning how to talk. He can run as fast as the rest of him. He's going to be fine. You know, it was our mindset of, oh no, you know, he, he, you know, he's behind the other two. The other two were already doing this at this age. And like, we yeah. put those, we put those deadlines that he missed, but they're his, like, he will do it when he's ready. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, Tyler and Eric, both of your kids will do these things at their own pace when they're ready. Now, if they're like three or four, they're not walking. Yeah. Then there might be a sure. problem here, but yeah, that's, that's pretty obvious. But like, this is what episode six of dads or dorks. Like, Back episode one, like our daughter wasn't walking yet. She was crawling. And then through the course of six episodes of this podcast, she stood up, took her first steps, like, you know, took 20 steps and would fall down. And now was just like walking up and down the street, just like every day. So just come on back five more times. (laughs) Um, And we'll be sharing about how our kids are getting their first car and lessons <laughs> <laughs> well for, for everyone who doesn't know like i i am the newest dad of this group so that's right i'm not the baby daddy anymore yeah i'm i'm oh, you'll the always be the baby, baby daddy, daddy. <laughs> but but yeah rj is uh seven months old and um it was it was really cool because i took a half day today in the morning because we had uh an appointment for his second round of flu shot and so we went to the doctor's office and and the uh, medical assistant, you know, was getting it ready. And uh, she said, you know, because he was in a onesie, she's like, basically just pull one leg out, like whatever leg and, you know, get him ready for the shot. So he's laying down on the bed and um, on the medical bed. And, uh, you know, I, I unzip his uh, onesie. And so uh, she was getting the shot ready. I just place my hand on his chest and he was looking straight up at me i was looking at him then he looked at the doctor when the doctor came over she talked to him stuck him and he he looked at me did a slight like wince but he was just like mm, like kind of looking at me like mm, that was mm. and then that was it no crying nothing and when before like the last time we got shots i mean he was just all over the place and even the the medical assistant was like really no crying really she's like that's awesome so i was a proud daddy the first time were you pretty nervous for him to get shots or were you well see that's what Teresa and i talked about so um when when he first did get shots yeah we were both kind of on edge so he must have picked up on that yeah Mm -hmm. this one we were totally chill he was chill like we didn't make a big deal of it and so it wasn't a big deal for him. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about that earlier, Eric, when we were talking yeah. earlier today, the, the kid's reaction is all 90% based on how you react to them. Cause like my son will fall and I'll be like, get up, no problem. And just keep going. And he won't even feel it. But if we say, oh no, he's like in tears, bawling his oh, eyes yeah, when, out, especially they, if mommy's there, you know, the whole, mm-hmm, yeah, the whole act. We, we try and congratulate Charlotte whenever she falls real good. Like, Hey, you caught yourself with your hands. Good job. Yeah. Like, yeah, so proud of you. And they'll, just, like, they'll fall. Like, and... like my boys will fall and they'll look, they'll fall. And, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, if you're going, if you're going, that, yeah. that hurt. You know, so like my wife's my <laughs> wife's really bad at that sometimes where like, you know, they'll fall and she'll go, Oh my god. And as soon as she does that, 
yeah. when the tears start where you know with me i've gotten to a point where they fall i'm like are you bleeding yeah no <laughs> like okay tough guy you know and and I, I i say tough guy to you know little kid we start <clears throat> you know you start making the like the freaking home improvement grunt noises or whatever, you know, because I'm, I'm trying to get them to to know that not every single time that you fall down, it's not necessarily crying matter. Like if it hurts, cry. Mm-hmm. But if, if you do that and you, and then it doesn't hurt anymore, then you don't have to cry. But if you do that and it still hurts, then yeah, go ahead and cry. Like if it hurts, cry. Right. But, yeah. but get past this idea of how I fell. I have to cry like for reactionary reasons. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Mason, but, what'd your kids do? Um, well, I showed the week. guys this earlier, but my three-year-old colored a picture for me. I'm going to show it here. They're really into teen Titans right now. And so, so he it's colored so this picture of Robin for me and I'll post this on our socials too, when the episode comes out. But, uh, so everybody else can see since this is an audio medium, but yeah, so he's been really, um, upping his art game. That was pretty cool. And uh, no other real milestones. Me and my oldest son, we've been playing Kingdom Hearts together, and he's nice. like the original fluid. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So nice. he's nice. fluidly reading, so he can understand everything and like read through the game and figure it out. Really? Because so I can't. Right. Yeah, I still have trouble like getting through the game. We were playing I some earlier, but and there's times where he needs my help with like. I don't know where to go because this game doesn't explain to me <laughs> where to go, but he's like just totally awed by the whole kingdom hearts and final mm-hmm. fantasy and Disney characters and all that kind of stuff. And I was thinking about it today and I was, uh, <laughs> when that game came out, I was three years older than my, no, four years older than my son is right now. And I was just like, wow, I feel because <laughs> that was a <laughs> long time ago. I remember and, uh, the commercials for it so vividly. Yeah, that, like when you walk away, you do, yeah. do, do, do. I was just like, and then Donald Duck shows up. What? Yeah, so 20, you should go on tour. By the way, twenty-first anniversary. <laughs> so the game came out twenty-one years ago. So that would make me <sighs> that game can drink a lot older than Mason at that time. <laughs> yeah, I was twelve, and my son is currently eight right now. So he was four years younger than I was when the game came out, and. uh yeah, but anyway, so that's been really fun. My my youngest, he's into it too because it's Disney characters and stuff, so he likes watching it. We just did the my Nightmare Before Christmas um, segment of the game, and they were just like, "What is this, Daddy?" <laughs> like they've been so, they've been so interested in that movie and wanting to watch it. And I'm like, I don't know. And I was like, Well, this will be kind of a good way to break the ice. And I think the consensus after playing the game was like, No, I don't think I want to watch that movie. I'm good. <laughs> so anyway. And he is currently reading at 102 words per minute um, here in first grade. I was I was pretty impressed. Um, and then, you know, they give you the developmental, like, you know, one through four numerical, like, you know, hey, how's he doing with, is he showing an interest in things? Is he helping, mm-hmm. him, you know, his classmates and being friendly? He got, that's a scale of one to four, four being like, you're amazing, one being like, you suck. Um, he got fours on everything. Nice. So, you know, as far as the teacher's concerned, he can read very well. Uh, he did a math test. He did 25 questions, got 100%, and it took him a minute and 18 seconds. Wow. And it's just wow. it's just addition, mind you, but 
you know, for a six-year-old, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Um, so we were, I was really impressed and gave him a lot of kudos and hugs and good jobs and an extra scoop of ice cream and stuff like that. I was about um, to say, you got to get the ice cream. <laughs> my, my middle child, Nolan, he has taken a big interest in video games lately. Um, Nintendo, you know, like, so mm-hmm. uh, Super Mario is the big one. And so we have, for the Switch, we have, like, uh, new Super Mario Brothers it was like on the yeah, Wii U, I think, is when it came out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, so you can play up to like four people at once, or whatever. But Nolan has been really wanting to play it a lot, and so we got him set up on it today, and we just kind of let him do his thing. He's been playing it every so often. This is the first time he played it by himself. He went into one of the um, Boom Boom castles. It's in the early, early in the game. It's got these big gears that turn, so you have to like jump on the mm-hmm. gears and try not to get squished and run and all that stuff. Freaking beat the whole level by himself nice. wow there you he's, go he's four yeah i mean awesome. i looked over at him and he's you know he's, he's doing this with the controller where you like you fling the <laughs> controller up as you're jumping and stuff he's got his tongue sticking out of his mouth like he was like so in, i mean like the whole family like everyone kind of like my oldest is playing Fortnite. he paused you know and it paused but he hid real quick so he could watch and um, <laughs> we were just all like really impressed and he was so proud of himself he just had this big smirk on his face when he was done like yeah i did that <laughs> and then awesome. um my my little guy Cameron, we're working really hard with him on um, his speech. You know, sounding out mm-hmm. your consonants, your d d d, and your n n n. Um, he's just being a stinker. So at dinner tonight, we were trying to get him to go through. You know, tape like person by person. Okay, who is that? Uh, Aaron? No, d d. He's all d d. <laughs> My wife's all Darren. He goes. <laughs> he's sitting next to me. He goes d d d. <laughs> and he, he knows what he's doing. He just he's starts got laughing. He starts laughing hysterically. And she's like, "No, no, no!" He's on, "No, no, no!" She's like, "Nolan." He goes, "Mama." <laughs> he's just—I mean, but he's—he is trying, and he was doing the, you yeah. know, he was going through and dead, dare, un, dare, you know, and then he'd go, "Aaron." It's like, okay, but that's that was my kids this week. Uh, any media that you guys want to talk about any anything in the news or entertainment wise that uh when you can take a break from the kids what do you guys i got like, i got into? one i got one i binged it last night i watched that 90 show yes mm-hmm. oh I, I, well, yep i, I have yep. to watch it i was a huge i won't spoil anything for you eric i was a huge that 70 show fan um mm-hmm. it's one of those iconic shows that you can sit down and watch today and you'll still find it funny and enjoyable because it is it's it's supposed to be dated right so you can watch it yeah. today and it feels old because it well it is old but also supposed to be old uh you know it takes place in the 70s which was 50 years ago um <laughs> it's just it's just a i mean it does take a little bit I'll probably say about maybe three or four episodes to really feel like these characters start coming into their own mm-hmm. um you know i won't lie my first reaction to them was oh hey look they're they're literally trying to cookie cut the original show and make those same characters but new characters uh, but then you realize well that maybe was the perception they they actually made their own characters um and it's just fun it's it's really it's a love letter to that 70s show because you're in iconic places and iconic locations they bring iconic characters back yeah. um and it's not like oh hey we brought back um this character so this episode's entirely about this character i mean there, there's one character in particular uh, that I think is in like three or four episodes. They never play a prominent role. They're just, you know, hey, we're in the we're in the forest on a picnic, and you turn the corner, and then there's this one character, and you're like, what? Why is that character there? 
you can guess which character is wandering around the forest of uh point place yeah what what character be what character we wander around the forest man um so that was fun but anyways my, my thing is uh, it's only 10 episodes but it was it was really good and seeing um uh the character the actor uh kurt what's his name what's his last kurt, name what, kurtwood smith kurtwood kurt smith yes yep he I, man is 79 years old uh red wow. foreman still looks like he's exactly the same age yeah. and he still has all the the best lines and the best <laughs> smirks and the best foot in your you know what. red red and kitty are on fire yes. for these yeah. 10 episodes they are in every episode nice. and they they're not they're not the focus they're usually the b plot but they are so funny but kitty got so, so much development though i felt like whereas in yeah. the original series she was more of like almost like a punchline herself mm-hmm. kind of being like mm-hmm. the the drunkard you know kind of oblivious mom she's not that in this in fact i don't oh, she's think she's pretty oblivious though they get up to, to similar shenanigans as they did in the 70s and she is once <laughs> again completely she, she's oblivious it. to it but is in in the first and in, in that 70s show we might should be like oh well why would they do that that's not that's you know kids don't do that this one she's like i'm gonna kill him you know like she's just straight up like no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting now. up with the, i'm not putting up with their poo-poo this time um but yeah red red foreman i mean the end his last line to end the first episode was just the most mm-hmm. perfect oh yeah he goes he's by himself and he sits at the table he's all son of a and then that's how the end episode is perfect yep perfect yep Yep. eric you gotta check it yeah it's really yeah uh, yeah. my wife and i've been watching it and just like it's one of those things where i love that 70s show oh yeah i haven't rewatched it in years but like just like they will reference something and then all of a sudden it'll reawaken stuff in your brain where i'm like oh my gosh that's right that was Fez's catchphrase back in the day. I forgot. <laughs> yes, it's 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 a love letter to the original series without relying on the original series to carry it. So nice, mm-hmm. nice. And plus, I mean, we all grew up in the '90s. Well, m- most of us, two of us, yeah, yep. two of us. I, I grew up in the '90s. <laughs> I was in high school in the '90s. I know Eric was. I was too, born so. in '91, yes. so. Yeah, I, I mean, was, I, I remember the '90s, like not... the '90s were my jam. All the kids' media and all that kind of stuff. I did, oh, I wasn't yeah. like oh, an yeah. adult and stuff like that, but yeah, I mean, the '90s definitely resonate with me. I mean, I remember sure. the boy band craze of the '90s. I remember that happening. I remember, uh, shoot, what else happened <laughs> in the '90s? There was other stuff. I remember. I'm a big sure of it. I remember I'm a big, stuff. I'm a big Dallas <laughs> Cowboys fan. Which I'm still hurting from this weekend. I'm sorry, but, I'm sorry I picked uh, on you. The earlier, '90s were the dynasty years for the Cowboys, <laughs> so it was like I remember those things vividly. I have friends that around here that are Cowboys fans too, and they're like, "Do you remember like all that?" I'm like, "I remem- remember exactly where I was watching them win the last two Super Bowls that they won." And uh, I just '90s were just a better time in general. <laughs> Well, going, going back to that uh that 90s show real quick i did see something on twitter where someone was complaining that they were using the new pringles logo in the back and it wasn't like the 90s appropriate pringles <laughs> logo. i knew something it's, was gonna ha- come out it's like that. you got you gotta just actually shut up about that because guess what that 70s show also did that you just didn't right. catch it like yeah. right it's different now it's when you can go back immediately as you're watching it, pause it and go frame by frame. Couldn't yeah. do that when that 70s show came out. True. 
That's no, true. as somebody show, I'm sure there's a cinema sins out there somewhere about all the like inconsistencies of that 70 show like but but it catches the vibe so good mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right my big question do they reference power rangers at all no no there's oh, a moment okay. i thought they were going to i thought they were going to yeah, for yeah, exactly one exactly moment. which one you're talking about you know exactly what i'm talking about um it's like the two male main like uh kids mm-hmm. go to train at the gym and the one kid has like a green cut off sleeve shirt and he puts on a green headband and ties in the back. I'm like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. And they never, they never oh, did. It was just, that's so sad. maybe it was a site thing put in there specifically just for us. But now when do, do they say what year it actually takes place in the nineties? Yes, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Specifically in 95. Yep. Uh, yeah. Fond years. So we've been watching that and then something I've been watching just kind of on my lunch break because it's not really my wife's cup of tea, but The Legend of Vox Machina season two is out on Amazon Prime, which if you guys aren't familiar with it, um, Critical Role is like the biggest D&D game in the planet. It's like the most popular D&D game of all time. And they turned it into an animated series. Yeah. And this is. This is a show you cannot watch with your kids. It is <laughs> so violent. So just like just violent swears, sexual content, just absolutely not a cartoon to watch with your kids. But I so highly recommend it because it is so, so, so good. It is such a great story. And season two picks up like right during this like huge dragon attack on like the main city. And it like like. I, I've watched the live play of Critical Role where it's just all these voice actors around a table with like miniatures and like they're like acting it out and talking about what happens. And it's so weird seeing that like brought to life into like animation. Like these things where I'm like kind of comparing it with like my mental memory of them sitting around eating snacks with like like a painted dragon, like that they're moving around like a little gridded <laughs> table. And now it's like an actual like live like thing that's like moving and breathing fire and it's it's a lot of fun can i watch it without getting into critical role or like i because i haven't done that whole Mm -hmm. backstory and all that okay cool yep absolutely um in fact i'd say it's an easier much easier way of getting into (laughs) like the critical role story and you really don't miss a miss a beat because uh i i feel like the biggest mistake Critical Role made is that it used to be a home game. Mm-hmm. And then Geek and Sundry came to them and say, like, hey, we have this, I don't know, crazy idea. Let's put your game on the internet, see what happens. Who knows? Um, so they kind of put it on there, kind of in the middle of, like, an adventure that they were on. So, oh, okay. like, watching, like, the first episode of Critical Role, it's, like, a lot of catch-up. Just, like, kind of get context that they have to, like, explain a little bit. Right. And there's one guy who was, like, on the team initially who they like kind of parted ways with and kind of bad blood like Mm. after i think 20 or 30 episodes and they just did not put him in the animated series so it's a lot less complicated way of like figuring out all that stuff i'll have to check it out because i feel like I don't use my Amazon Prime video as much as I should. <laughs> right. Right there with you. It's yeah. It's it absolutely has my stamp of approval. It's very good. So uh Teresa and I have been kind of wanting to take a break from like, you know, the the Star Wars stuff and 
Um, you know, we're in between Star Trek series right now. And uh, we just want something light and quick, like when we're eating dinner, like a nice 22-minute sitcom or whatever. So we've, since December, we've actually been uh, watching the NBC comedy Superstore, uh, which I I missed on its initial run. And it's uh, six seasons. It uh, it has uh, America Ferreira from, um, uh, oh, shoot i forgot her betty the um ugly betty ugly betty yeah um so she's one of the main uh, actors and uh it's just it's super hilarious and we're actually we passed the midpoint of the sixth season which is already a shorter season so we're almost running out of it and then they started putting ads for the creator of that show's new show which is called american auto and it's got uh, one of the actors from Superstore in it as like a completely new character, but it's it's like a another workplace comedy, and the creator was actually uh, a writer on on The Office, so it kind of has that same comedy vibe to it. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so it's it's really funny. I definitely recommend it. It's one of those shows I've seen like a million clips of, you know, but I haven't taken the time to sit down and like actually watch it. Yeah. It's just like yeah. pops up in my TikTok and they're like the algorithms is like, Tyler, you'll like this. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. But we, we just, uh, we watched the first couple episodes uh, one weekend and then we just kept watching more and more. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a bingeable comedy. Um, but then one I've been watching uh, lately that it's not Teresa's bag is uh, the last of us. Yeah. Uh, so I watched the, the second episode. episode. Um, I think it's really good. I've never played the games at all. Nope, me uh, neither. But all of the reviewers are saying that, for the most part, it's like pretty much beat for beat the video game. Like they're pulling like exact lines from the games, like exact scenes and like whole sequences. So if if that's how good it is then you know maybe i don't have to play the game right yeah, away so for real see yeah. I've, I've also never played the last of us but i know about it yeah because the the people from critical role voice in it oh wow okay. so i'm oh, like right. um ashley johnson plays like uh the gnome cleric pike in critical role but she's also ellie uh, mm. in the last of us game so i'm watching it so carefully because i'm like they're gonna sneak some of my favorite like geeky voice actors in there somewhere. I don't know if they're going to be under zombie makeup or if they're just going to be in the background, but I'm watching for them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're into. Um, and then in about three weeks, um, actually tomorrow they're supposed to do the trailer during one of the football games, uh halftime show for uh star Trek Picard season three, which brings back literally every next generation uh cast member so i'm super yeah. excited and i that... think that's this weekend okay. isn't it it comes out this weekend um for because uh that's the afc championship game i saw that and that's on paramount yeah yeah so yeah. they said during the halftime show that's uh, gonna they're gonna so show cool. the full trailer yeah yeah i can't wait i'm so hyped for that that's just yeah. it, it's like they just need to rename it Star Trek: The Next Generation, <laughs> Se- season eight or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's everybody's back now. I'm very hyped for that. Yeah, no, I I have been personally 
uh, with media and things like that. I've been uh, watching, I mentioned it on the last episode, but I've been watching Digimon Ghost Game. It's been kind of my nerdy thing that I've been watching and it's been really good, really enjoying it. It's more, it, it's, it can be for kids, but it's more mm. pointed towards adults. Um, it, it's just kind of the horror. It's like Digimon horror almost, which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, different take on everything. And uh, then I, you know, I've been really into sports recently. It's all obviously playoff season for NFL. So I'm watching a lot of sports. So if I'm not really watching any new shows, but I will like, I've been watching a lot of uh, like old 90s sitcoms, actually. <laughs> like, I've, I, I've been watching a lot of, I started listening to Pod Meets World, the uh, Boy Meets World oh, recap wow. pod. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And that's with the original, um, some of the original cast and they interview him and all that so i started while i've been working i start, started re-watching boy meets world i'm like this is so good and so bad all at the same time <laughs> but yeah so i've been kind of going back through and uh watching some old shows and stuff too so that's that's been fun to kind of like blast from in the past and then me and my wife picked up that 90s show on top of me watching all that i'm like man it's just all so 90s right now everything's so 90s themed the Cowboys would have just like the championship game. It would have been even more nineties <laughs> <laughs> to be just even that much more obnoxious. Um, the guy who plays uh, Eric, the older brother in boy meets world. Yeah. Uh, well, was a guest know. star on critical role back in the day. Oh, cool. and his character has showed up in season two of the animated show and he's voicing it. So also nice. radiant black, radiant black. <laughs> he is also radiant role. black. That's exactly right. Yeah. Will, Will Friedle. Will yeah. Friedle. Gosh, that man beyond what he's oh. the man. Yeah. Also Bumblebee. He really is the man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's Bumblebee. Anyway, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been going through um, media-wise recently. Chris, anything? or? Yeah, I started it with that 90s show. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So I know we did a little bit of, uh, a little bit of Star Trek talk, um, but uh, I'm basically calling this uh, Dad Life, The Next Generation. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like it. so um eric i'm just, worried that you're implying that you're replacing us no no no, <laughs> no, 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 no. but um i i just wanted to have kind of like this conversation about like e either traditions or or things that we want to carry on to the next generation um you know things that either our parents taught us or um you know, whether it's holiday traditions or, you know, stuff that you've done all the time and just want to carry those types of traditions forward. And, um, the reason I'm, I'm tying it kind of back to Star Trek, genera uh, Star Trek, um, is because like, I'm a second generation Trekkie. Like my dad was the one that got me into it. And, um, you know, for those that, you know, really don't know me, I've, I've been a Star Trek fan since I was five years old. Like, yeah. literally the premiere of next generation um you know i've got this cast on on my wall right here and my dad essentially just plopped me down in front of the tv when the premiere episode to watch it with him i was five and know what the <laughs> heck was going on and i still remember i remember watching the premiere episode i don't have a lot of like you know, solid, vivid memories of when I was that young. Uh, but that is one of the memories that has just like crystallized in my mind because it was so important to me because it made me realize that this was something that was important to my dad 
and then i mean just as a kid like you know crazy looking sci-fi show colors and aliens and lasers and explosions and um you know all the things that kids are like oh this will keep my attention for you know 40 minutes or whatever and i just kept up with it like because there was there was i grew up in that time of like you know next generation and then all of the 90s trek there was always like at least one star trek show on the air and that show kind of grew up with me and uh it was something that you know me and my dad could could watch uh together and i remember taping every single episode of uh star trek voyager on vhs because my dad worked nights and i would tape it for him and then, so i'd watch the episode first as it was taping and then you know the next day my dad and i would watch it together and um it's it's a fandom that even i mean we're all power rangers fans here and it's a fandom that precedes even uh power rangers for me star trek is that yeah. you know forever generational thing and um the reason i bring it up is because there's a star trek show well now i mean there's a big drought in the 2000s and now ever since 2017 um there's just been this new wave of of star trek shows like we talked a little bit like star trek picard but there's like five or six shows right now in various stages of watching and there's a it's a golden time for me as as a fan and because they're now branching out into different aspects of the franchise like every show has a different theme or feel to it um one of them or one of the things that they're dipping into now is actually a kids show uh called star trek prodigy and it's a way it's like an entry point for kids to get into star trek but you know i i've been watching this with teresa but the story doesn't talk down to kids like and in fact it almost serves as a sequel series to voyager which is one of my favorite series but like the first you know few episodes and then all the episodes after have like these really great lessons for kids and it gets them to explore and open up to this like star trek world so you know there's been times when the show was you know new and we'd sit down to dinner for to watch it and you know rj's sitting in Teresa's lap and you know right now for him it's just like the bright colors and he doesn't know what's going on yeah. but like i think through osmosis just from Teresa and i you know he's going to be exposed to star trek and I mean, we've already hit, we have Star Trek onesies for him, like either our friends have picked up for us or, you know, I've bought a couple here and there. And so that's, I kind of want him to be like the next generation Trekkie. I want him to be like the third generation Trekkie uh, in, in, in the Barry family. But, you know, I, I listened to all your guys' episodes and there was that talk about, you know, not forcing your fandom onto a kit. So I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to just have that exposure naturally, like let him get curious into it. And then, oh, you want to know more? Well, what do you want to know about it? I don't want to like plop him down in front of the, I mean, it worked for me. Like my dad plopped me down in front of the TV and I just, it was I a different it. time though. It was a yeah. different time. Cause mm -hmm. it's like, you could only watch one or two things on TV at that right. time that you wanted to watch. And nowadays there's a catalog sitting in front of the kid and by three years old, they're using that remote looking exactly. through Netflix. Kid I've, got, or whatever. I've got a remote toy 
for him. It's like a Fisher Price, yeah. like talking remote or whatever. And I mean, he's already we might have kind the same remote. That. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> I have that remote too. And, and mm-hmm. I've I've got like the it's Fisher useful. Price handheld with all the and then the little Xbox controller because whenever I'm playing Fortnite and he's in my lap, he like gravitates to that Xbox controller. Yeah. So I'm like, here's your own controller, but. The, the reason I bring up Prodigy and like Star Trek and all of that is because, you know, there's a lot of things that, that we grew up with that are kind of like passed down to us. And like, that's what I kind of want to dig into is like, what are some of the generational things that, you know, maybe your parents um, passed down to you or just, um, you know, those kind of topics. It doesn't necessarily have to be nerdy or anything. It's just, you know, something, uh, either a lesson or something that's been passed down and that you want to pass on to your kids. So my dad is straight up cooler than me. (laughs) My dad will go out into the woods with a hatchet, chop down some trees and make a mountain biking ramp. Okay. He is like just like a really cool guy like he he goes like road biking with people like my age he becomes their friends and drinks beer with all of them and he's a a great guy um and one of one of the things he really wanted to uh make sure that i had access to was um what he called like lifelong activities you know he he played football when he was in high school but he also recognized like like, okay, football is not like a lifetime activity. It's not something you can do your whole life. And so, like, as he got older, he kind of invested more in, like, uh, skiing and mountain biking. And so he wanted to make sure that I knew how to do those things. So I've been skiing since I was two. Um, I got scuba certified at 13, which is, like, the youngest that, like, I could get certified. Um, I have a number of different bikes and, like like that all seemed like really normal to me kind of growing up because I was like the stuff that like we did is like a family like uh like my whenever we went uh uh on vacation to like Jamaica or somewhere like my my fam- my mom made up this sign so like the diving McConnells and it had like a, a scuba diver and the bubbles were little shamrocks and I hated it so much it was so <laughs> embarrassing like, bring this sign <laughs> she's like oh honey it's great like we're just gonna let everyone know that we're down here for scuba diving and i'm like but i don't want attention i'm a teenager i hate it um and now that like i have a daughter i'm like i'm like i need to make a sign i need to make a sign (laughs) and my my wife's like don't worry your mom will loan it to you and i'm like you're so (laughs) right it still exists um but that is something like i definitely look forward to passing down is like um like, I, I wouldn't say, like, I am a sports guy. Like, I don't hang out with my friends my like, playing soccer or football or anything. Um, but I still go skiing all the time. Like, if I'm somewhere I can go scuba diving, I, I will try to go scuba diving. And I, I, I have such a, like, newfound appreciation for, like, the doors those opened up for me with, like, uh, uh, travel and vacation and, like, just all the different places I've seen because I like have these kind of like almost exploratory activities that like I learned from my parents that made sure that like I had access to or you know they'd pay for like my lessons or gear or whatever and um yeah that's 
can't quite do that with Charlotte yet. Mm-hmm. Can't can't strap some keys, keys onto that kid, although it'd be very funny. Um, but that is um, definitely a tradition that like like when looking back on my own childhood and like the things that like really added value to my life now, that is something that like I definitely, definitely want to pass on to the next generation. So, you know, if she rejects it or something, like that's fine, but like I want her to be able to have these adventures too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I I'll go next. I um this hasn't been like a long generational thing, but um my so my dad, he wasn't in the picture and he didn't pass down anything to me and there was a lot of volatility with my mom where she was just trying to scrape by but when she remarried my stepdad he was really into music and Mm. so he was a drummer and he used to play you know shows and just all around his kind of area with with some guys that they would just play all the time and so that's something he kind of introduced to us when uh you know was kind of his thing was like hey let me set you up with all this he did he didn't like my parents were always really busy and i don't blame them at all but they didn't really like sit down with us and like let me teach you this but they always put that in front of us and they gave us the platform and the um utilities we had so we i grew up in georgia and we had this um giant chicken house it was like 300 feet that my stepdad had remodeled to be his like workshop it had concrete it wasn't a chicken house it was like a completely remodeled building and we built a stage in there and um so we would he was like i want you guys to have fun i want you to grow up but i want you to do it in a safe um controlled environment so we built a stage we had amps guitars pa system all that kind of stuff set up so all of my friends growing up we were all really into music so we'd come they'd come over we'd have parties open mic nights and all that kind of stuff and it was all there and my parents could mediate everything and make sure nobody was doing anything stupid and which we did at times, but you know, but just nothing was getting out of hand. And that was kind of a carrying factor for me. And that's definitely one thing that I, especially more recently, I'm trying to introduce to my kids. I uh, just recently got another practice amp and my stepdad actually, he's been going through cancer treatments and stuff. And so he's dealing with a lot of effects from that, but he had an electric drum set that uh, my mom got him for his anniversary a couple of years ago. And he has um, let my, my son have that now. So nice. he, cause he's been really interested in drums and stuff too. So um, we have a drum set and a new amp in our <laughs> living room right now. And so we're trying to introduce that slowly to the kids, but I think that's probably the one thing that I can think of outside of like fandoms and stuff like that, that I'm really into is just kind of, I really want to pass down to them and, like instill in them and want them to have fun with that and also pass down to the next generation of whatever comes after us. So I wish I had something like really cool and like, you know, inspiring to throw out there. But um, like my dad and I, the way we bonded was either through playing games together or uh, as I got older in life, uh, we went to baseball games. Um, you know, I played baseball as a kid growing up. Uh, my dad was a coach on the baseball team. And, uh, when I stopped playing, I started watching, uh, we moved to Colorado right before they got a major league baseball team. So it was our chance to kind of get in on the, the ground level, so to speak. Um, and, and that became our thing. Like we just go to Colorado Rockies games frequently, you know, five to 15 times a year, every single year, uh, up until, I ended up having a family of my own. And then, you know, now that's, that's a whole different situation. That's uh, okay. Uh, who's going to watch the kid can't bring everybody, you know? Um, 
so I, I guess part of me hopes that my boys will get an interest in something like that that we can go out i mean fandom aside uh you know everybody likes video games that's just you know kind of silly to enjoy playing them with them but i don't want that to be something we pass down like oh my dad played video games with me and i'm gonna play video games with you that's just that's just lazy in my opinion but um i'm hoping it's something like just being able to go to a ball game together um enjoy it like you know not just go because you're going but actually go and enjoy it and pay attention and get to know what's going on uh enjoy what the nuance of of what a game you know for me you know baseball for for mason it's football um but to enjoy what the nuance of a game like that can bring um you know just uh taking in a crowd taking in a ball game hanging out you know get older drink beers and stuff like that but yeah i i guess for me that's the one thing i hope that hopefully one of them uh, will appreciate <laughs> um you know and take it from there like we never i you know my 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 dad's not a my dad was taught like look you can either learn to do all these things yourself or you can learn to make enough money to pay someone else to do them for you and my dad said there ain't no way i'm gonna learn how to fix a car fix a house fix all their stuff so he decided to go the route to i'm gonna figure out a way to make enough money so if something happens i can pay somebody um i haven't figured that one out yet <laughs> <laughs> but i also can't fix a lot of things myself so um you know that's that's where I'm hoping my my in-laws come into play because they're very hands-on people. Um, so I'm hoping they pick up a lot of stuff from there too. So that way when my car breaks down in 10, 15 years, I can just have my kids fix my car as opposed to... <laughs> so I'm banking on it. I'm banking on it. I, I have I have a silly one that, that is, I, that's from my in-law side. Okay. So, okay. So um, my uh, father-in-law... And uh, my wife's stepmother for their honeymoon, they went to uh, Iceland. And while there, um, they they um, bought what are are y'all familiar with the Yule Lads? Ish, ish. They they are uh, Icelandic Christmas gremlins. <laughs> oh God! And they oh, come no. in they're little statues about this big, um, and there's like thirteen of them, and um, they they have names like um, uh. Meat hook, candle oh. stealer, uh, door slammer, bowl liquor. Uh, <laughs> These are like Icelandic garbage pail kids. Um, <laughs> they are wonderful. They're wonderful little, little gremlins. And so, oh my god, um, my wife and I on our honeymoon went to Iceland. Um, we flew this like very like very very cheap airline. We only had our like personal item bag um and just like anytime we bought something we threw something out like i have a pair of mm. old hiking boots in like an icelandic dumpster somewhere um and so when we went there we we got the whole collection of like the same little like uh yule lads um and we just like strategically packed them into our bags so we can get them all back um and we put them out every christmas they're on our mantle plate they're on our uh, above our fireplace um and we get like a little woodland set up for them and I'm so excited, y'all. I'm so excited for Charlotte to think this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for her to go to school and be like, uh, oh, yep, yep, it's December 15th. You know, Spoon Liquor came to my house. And everyone would be like, what? <laughs> She's like, the gremlin who licks spoons. Who comes out on December fifteenth? You don't you don't know about that. So something very similar, but but not in the same vein, not as cool as spoon liquor or anything like that. But my, my wife and I always thought about 
wouldn't it be funny if you know uh, for example like my my cousins grew up um uh out in hawaii i believe in in hawaii at least back in the 80s they called trash rubbish mm-hmm. you know she's like and and you think about people in other countries have you know like that speak english have different terminology for the same thing like we call it trash but other people call it rubbish or the refuse she's like wouldn't it be fun if we just changed one word some common <laughs> word about something to something a little bit different you know it's like uh, I, I forget the one she came up with but it's like you know wouldn't that be fun and the kids go to school and, and they ask for someone like the bathroom and they're like excuse me where's your laboratory you know like that just be <laughs> So much that'd be, that'd be fun. Just make your kid fancy for like one sentence Just only. Just one sentence. Just like one sentence. Send him with like a ripped up t-shirt. And be like, where's your laboratory? <laughs> well, uh, so something that, that my mom's always done, uh, like she made these uh, Christmas stockings that she hangs up every year and it has all of our, our names on them. So um, like when my niece was born, uh, she made one in the same style with her name on it. And then uh, I, I got really choked up when she gave me RJ's and she just put Ryan James on it. And oh. I'm like, it's, it looks just like mine. And so I, I, I like those like little traditions. I like those little, you know, mementos and, and that kind of thing to like pass on. But um, aside from like the fandom Star Trek stuff, you know, my, my dad, and and my grandpa like my dad my grandpa they're always like they're really like hands-on people and uh my my grandfather at one point was a butcher uh he was a wood maker uh i still have a few pieces of of his woodworking um and my dad is a mechanic or or was a mechanic then he retired but um you know he worked on cars for over 50 years and um it was that sense of like also also the sense of like you know knowing how something works and like trying to figure it out and i think i inherited that or you know whenever i had a question about like why or what is this or how does this work like you know if my dad didn't know and that's the thing like growing up i mean you know i i'm grew up thing. I think we all do. We think our dads are like geniuses or, you know, the people in our life are like, they know everything. Um, at least when we're super young and then we become yeah. an, a teenager and it's like, you don't know anything, man, but, uh, <laughs> get but, out but get out of here, man, eat my shorts. man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, whenever, whenever I had a question or even, even to this day, like sometimes something will go wrong in my card. I just, like, hey, Dad, what's what's this thing mean? <laughs> yeah, and and I just want to instill that sense of wonder and like, you know, being able to take something apart and put it back together. Like, I'm handy in my own ways. Like, you know, with either with technology or like model kits or or something like that. So I I just want to give that sense of like wonder to RJ and like how the world works and like to always be curious about it. Like, yeah, I want to be the Wikipedia for my kid. Yeah. I agree with that too. I, I, I didn't grow up with a lot of that kind of thing. We were my, my, uh, my stepdad was very blue collar and, you know, worked on cars and we fixed things and did this and did that. And, uh, but as I've gotten older, I, 
I, I feel very similarly, like this building I'm sitting in right now, like I didn't know how to insulate, do electricity, electrical work, drywall, any of that kind of stuff. But I was like, I want to do this just to say I could do it. And then also, you know, that's something I, an example I want to set for my kids. It's like, you know, we can pay somebody to do that, but why don't we try to do it ourselves and figure it out? And then we come, we work our butts off. And even if it's not perfect, we still can say we succeeded in some way. And, you know, that's, that, that's definitely like, I can definitely see eye to eye with you on that, on how Mm -hmm. I really would like to pass that down to my kids and to be, you know, self-sufficient in those type of situations. Cause you never know what's going to happen. I want them to be able to change right. a tire. I want them to be able to fix an alternator, you know, when they're 16 trying to figure it out to go hang out with their friends, you know, and stuff like that, like I had to do. So it, uh, I definitely, you know, as far as domestic type things, I want them to be able to be self-sufficient in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. that's something that, um, you know, passing, down to them is very important for I, I feel for me to like try to set that example i can't just be like go do that you know you just right. do it figure it out look at the internet you know i'm like i have to set that example now so they see that going forward so anyway but yeah i just had a thought on that and uh one thing i really i really want to um help pass down to my kids is you know when 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 i was 19 me and my buddies we started doing a hiking trip every year and it was the most brutal three-day four-day thing that you'll ever put yourself through and we've always talked about like what if we bring that back when our kids are old enough and but it's like 50 miles we don't use tents like you're going up and down mountains wilderness and it's the most it's not fun at all it's just it's fun but it's not fun you know and so it's one of those incredible it it is incredible and but it's just very very tasking and we've had times where we're like we can't do this call our wives to come get us out of this mess (laughs) gorge or a forest or something but uh but yeah it uh that's something i i definitely want to pass down to my kids too is just getting in touch with nature and you know if they take that and want to go learn how to dirt bike or snowboard or something like I've done dirt bikes and stuff, but I've never really done winter sports. But if they were to take that and do something like that, I'm like, yeah, all into whatever you want to be interested in. So as long as like, I love introducing my fandoms and the nerdy and the geeky side, but I also want them to like see the outdoors and explore the world while we have it, you know, (laughs) because it's it's waning and things are changing. So I, I just, you know, and, we and, don't and know that's something next. like when when I was growing up, like like you, Mason. I I grew up in Georgia, and yeah. you know we lived in a, a house or, or a few houses that were, you know, surrounded by forest, or we had access, like immediate access to like a forest. Preserve. Like when we moved to um to where I am now in Illinois, like Illinois just has the suburbs up here just have forest preserves everywhere, and. I remember as a kid, like, you know, I didn't have the latest video game or Sega or Nintendo. I mean, we, we had that, but it was always like secondhand a few right. years later. And so I, as a kid, I had to rely, I mean, I'm not the most physical guy, but when, you know, I'm not, wasn't into sports or whatever, 
but you know some of my fondest memories were going outdoors and exploring like either with my sister or, or by myself and you know probably going out into the woods when you're like 10 or 11 on your own probably not the smartest idea but yeah i mean but boy you it know, was the best it was yeah. the best and you just, find that good stick yeah you know, the good stick yeah <laughs> and and just there's things that that we found like either out in the woods like we found like this rusted out like metal toy car that you know a baby would ride in and it was just out in the woods and uh actually showed it to my dad and uh he tried to restore it so it's like That's it's cool. really cool things like that where i think you know there's a lot of reliance on on technology and video games nowadays and you know it's it's really easy e even now i mean i'm guilty of it you know we'll if Teresa's making something or i'm doing something we'll put him in the high chair and stick sesame street on but um you know i just want to instill that like sense of imagination and wonder yeah. and like you said mason i the world's changing i mean we've got yeah. like you know hurricanes in freaking january now and, and and weird stuff and i just while it's here i want him to know that yeah i want him to experience it so i'm i'm right there with you yeah i think this is a good topic and it's really an ongoing thing too in life oh, it's course. just something you're yeah. in day to day you're just trying to figure we're i mean we're all just trying to figure it out at this point you know like yeah. and what works and what's what and, and what their interest leads to i think you've mentioned before tyler you're like i'll be the first one to be there for for her if she wants to learn about this or that and you know and i and i really feel that too you know i'm, mm -hmm. I'm like i want to be their champion of whatever they want to figure out but like if we don't introduce things a variety of things to them they'll only know one thing and you right. know i'm i'm mm -hmm. guilty of it too my, my my kid has a playstation 5 and an 80 inch tv <laughs> and all this kind of crap i never had as a kid you know like and that mm -hmm. he just has automatic access to so it's it, it's just really i for me personally it's just keeping myself in check that you yeah. know we are <laughs> mixing it up and trying to you know bring a variety to their lives so yep pass these things down so any other thoughts on this topic or should we do the game <laughs> i think it's game time is it game time i'm down for game time i think it can game be game time, time. that's oh game boy. time here we go do you want to okay. play a game, <laughs> this, this game. <laughs> oh no <laughs> this game is surprisingly on topic it's called oh dadly explained <laughs> So we I'm all down. So I, I, it's it's a dad stereotype, but I think we all have one member of our family who does this. Someone a little bit older, who 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 watches something and wants to communicate it to you, but can't think of the name and can't quite explain it in a way that connects with you. Mm. So what I have done is for this for this round of Dadly Explained, the theme is Marvel movies, specifically MCU. I have three MCU movies here, and I'm going to dadly explain them to you. <laughs> <laughs> How this is going to work. Each movie, I have uh, four levels of explanation. Okay. The top level, vague as heck. Bottom level, like you'll pretty much get it at the bottom level. If you can get the top level, it's four points. Next level, three points and descending down to one point. Uh, you only get one guess per movie. 
Mm, Ooh, okay. so you you either try to guess it at level four. If you mm. get it wrong, you can't guess again. So you either guess it, or if you all agree to pass to the next level, we'll go to the next level. Okay. Okay. But if you guess okay. it, you're out. All right. Does that kind of make sense? Yes. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, hang on one second. Sure. Oh man, this is. This is going to be tough. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler games are great. Now, Eric, I am an, on an unbeaten streak. Yeah. I've never yeah. lost a okay. game in Dads Are Dorks. Chris cannot be beaten. I am spoil, like, so I guess spoiler for the episode I am like, before me. I am like the anti-deck. Oh. Oh, my sweet, beautiful baby boys. <laughs> <laughs> Who are all older than me. Because... Your mother is a time traveler. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I've been watching some of them uh, some of them MCU movies. <laughs> <laughs> Had a bit of a marathon. <laughs> Watch that one. This one. Standard good de- good guy versus a uh, bad guy flick. But get this. The bad guy had the same powers as the good guy. Can you believe it? For for those, obviously, <laughs> this is a podcast, so you can't see what we're seeing right now on our video screen. But Tyler has gone into full role play yes. of being our dad right now. I mean, he's got, like, the, he's like got the flannel glasses. around his neck. The thick this is glasses. why he is the dungeon master. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I'm so glad I gave up creating a game because this is far more entertaining than anything I could have come up with. But I'm going to guess. Yeah, here we go. I've got a guess. Is it Ant-Man? Nah, that's not the one. So wait, I can't guess for this round anymore. Correct. I'm out. Okay. Oh. Yep, you're out for the you're, okay. you're out for the movie. Um <laughs> should should I call you daddy? I'm not sure what I should call <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> oh, no I um, regret it. I regret dad. everything. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you can you explain that to me again? I didn't quite I didn't quite get that. So is this you passing? Uh, oh yeah. Or do you want me to repeat it? I Just want you to repeat, repeat the clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Repeat the clue. Repeat the clue. This one was a standard good guy versus bad guy flick. But get this. The bad guy had the same powers as the good guy. (laughs) I vote go to the next tier. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go to the next pass. I should have passed. That, uh, (laughs) that, uh, that, 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 that one guy was played by another guy in a (laughs) different marvel movie i saw really threw me for a loop there's been a couple of these um <laughs> eric knows but he can't answer i, I think this it's the killed. obvious question i think it's the obvious answer but i don't want to are you talking about uh captain america and the human torch no nah, that's not it <laughs> <Human Torch. laughs> that's not a movie he's looking for a movie title <laughs> Oh, I th- oh, I'm sorry. I, movie title. I thought we were talking about just anything generally. Nah, still not it. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot at this rate. I'll just vote to go to the next tier. It's just me at this point. So, The city got really badly damaged. Taxpayers are going to shoulder that burden for that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
deadly explained. <laughs> oh man. Oh. This is where my lack of watching MC movies comes in to hurt me. Um I, I have an idea, but I don't want to be wrong. I want to get a point out of this, so I might take it to the last tier. How did his pants stay on when he got so big? The Incredible Hulk. It's the Incredible Hulk. That's exactly right. One point for Chris. <laughs> okay, next movie. Everyone can guess again. All right. As a history buff, I was going crazy. Some real historical inaccuracies in this one. I'm, I'm going to go for broke Captain America, the first Avenger. No, no that's not it. Pass. <laughs> I vote pass. Your mother really liked this one because there was some romance in it. <laughs> also pass. There was a really cool spaceship. I'd love to drive that bad boy. I'll guess. Is it Guardians of the Galaxy? No, that's not it. Gosh. Is this the final tier? Is this... One more. All right, pass. I kept saying, hey, it's the Justice League. And your mother got very cross with me. Not sure why. I mean, I was right. Right? If Mason passes, can I just say a guess? I know it yes. won't count for a point. Well, he okay. can't pass at this point. He, 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 yeah. He's the only one. He might as well make oh, a guess. Yeah. Uh, and it's MCU, right? MCU. Okay. I'm going to say Avengers Infinity War. Nah, that's not it. Was it Eternals? It was Eternals. That's oh, God damn it. That's the most forgettable one out there. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> as soon this as you one... said Justice League or historical inaccuracies, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay. This one was a team up movie with some space shenanigans. I'll go for it. I'll go for it. I'm going to go for it. There's only three. You only did three movies, right? I have a tiebreaker. Oh, you do have a tiebreaker. Okay. I'm going to say uh, um, Avengers Endgame. Nah, that's not it. <laughs> pass. I'll pass. There was a, a strong one, a lady, a regular guy who had no business being there. Hey, maybe I can be in one of those movies, huh? Just the Avengers. Nah, that's not it. I think I know what it is now. Pass. The Califa alien was the bad guy, but he didn't do much. Is this Guardians of the Galaxy? This is Guardians of the Galaxy. That is two points for Mason. Mason wins. Which makes Mason the winner. The unless you want me to break over. up a tiebreaker one, because I have another one written up just in case. We can do this one just for fun. But Mason, yeah. Mason can okay, finally right. take the W. I, I, would, I thought... If you had more time, do all the like I would have loved it like a 10 round of this because this is such a great idea. This, this is, is absolutely the best. Last one, last one. All right. All right. <laughs> this one starred a lady superhero. <laughs> you know what? I'm 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 gonna go for it. Black Widow. Eric with the four pointer. Good job. Oh, it is that Black too. Widow. That's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> And that was deadly explained. <laughs> Dude, that was deadly awesome. Br Thank bring, you. Bring back that game. That oh, should I just be the game from here on out every time. <laughs> <laughs> <No. 
<laughs> okay. The rest oh, of the clues for Black fun. Widow were um, the bad guy was a man trying to control her. Boys never try and control women. <laughs> <laughs> the next one was the whole movie was a big flashback. Weird. <laughs> yeah. And then her sister was the best part. She was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I, I love that you committed job, to the bit. That was great. I was gonna say, you got props. You literally yep. had props. Like also, that was just incredible. Like also, I love that you've had this just in the in the barrel, just waiting for us to. <laughs> oh yeah, this one's been prepared for like three episodes, just in case. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> I gotta up my game. Man. Um, I gotta. I gotta. I need to start planning. Whatever the, it's my turn to do a game, I gotta plan it now. I gotta be ready. I have to one up you. Sure, go for it. That just means I get to play fun games. That's totally fine by me. I, I want you to have this experience. Like you don't understand. I want you to experience what we're experiencing right now. So uh, with uh, with with cinching at the end, Eric is the winner of Dadly Explained uh, by getting Black Widow for four points. Nice. <laughs> the guest takes the crown. As well, you should. No, that that was really fun. And, um, you know, I just want to thank you guys uh, for having me on. I do have a j dad joke when all the other stuff is out of the way. So, um, yeah. but no, seriously, I've listened to all the episodes that are out now. Um, you know, I thought the one, the tribute that you guys did for uh, JDF that, you know, I, I think for me, that was like a kind of like the palate cleanser for all of that that was kind of like final thoughts like the final cathartic like overview of it so um i'm i'm really glad you guys touched upon that and and talked about that because um i i felt like i could let go a little bit um because you know i mean i i think even like god two months later now it's it, it's still raw especially going into like the 30th anniversary and you know, last right. week we saw that that teaser for uh, the reunion special, and it just makes you feel like, man, if he was there or if you know he had participated in some way, like how much that would that would make all of us feel. So, um, I, yeah. I just really appreciate what you guys are doing with this podcast. It's it, it's great, and um, you know, I'm I'm the newest dad on the block, and all three of you guys have helped me when Teresa was pregnant with advice. And, um, you know, even when she was going into labor, like, Hey, pack these types of snacks, you know, do this, do that. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I look up to you guys as, you know, inspiration of, uh, you know, dads I can aspire to be like, and, uh, I'm really excited for you guys to go on this like podcast journey and, I'm excited for all of the new dads out there too that are our friends. I mean, there was so many yeah. babies last year, <laughs> like just in our in our circle and and, and in our like nerdy community. Seriously. So it's yeah. almost as if a lot of people were locked in their homes with nothing to do <laughs> for two oh. years. The first year it was like we don't want to bring a kid into this world. The second year it's like, oh yeah, everybody's gonna have babies. Boom. Also, also one more thing, like I, I was just like doing taxes because Teresa and I got our W twos, and I had forgot to put RJ's social security number in there. I watched that effing total go up 
The I was like, changes the game. Yep. Holy crap! Eric's like, grab more kids. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's like, I'm taking a vacation and making more babies. <laughs> I got three. How do you think I feel? <laughs> but, but, uh, but seriously, guys, thank you for for doing this podcast, and thanks for having me on as uh, your first guest. Yeah, man. Thanks for being so supportive and helping us out with our logo and the whole thing. I mean um you know and your friendship in general that's why we were like eric's got to be the first one because yep. you know you're you've spearheaded our like i don't think me and chris would be friends without you and you know tyler joined us through f and cool and stuff so it's just we've all been brought together you know and you've been a big part yeah, of that you you really are the the common denominator in all of our friendships the three of us our friendships are based upon our friendships with you so um you know like don't ever sell yourself short because you're you're you you may not be on every single episode but i mean this could easily be a four dads podcast real fast you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. you're just you're, you're you're always welcome to come on anytime you need to anytime you want to um and i i don't think i'm overstepping i think everyone agrees with that one pretty yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah, and I just wanted to formally thank you for having my son, which is a dad mo big dad moment for me on Ranger Command. We've talked about it a little bit here, yep. but that was a big moment for me and my wife, and everybody was just so nice about him and all that kind of stuff. So we just wanted to really thank you for that as well, too, being so open for that on your platform. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely welcome. I mean, you know, when I found out your son was reading the comics and that, you know, you guys listened to it in the car and... Um, you know, you appreciate that, you know, we bleep swears and, and this and that, you know, that's, that's awesome feedback. And, you know, I, I just love that he's reading comics and he's getting into this like book reading journey. And, and that's yeah. something I want to provide for RJ too, is just all the books that he can handle because, you know, I, I've been a bookworm my entire life. So that, that's awesome. I, I just, I like the story when you said that, um, yeah. you know, Michelle said that, wait, you can add comics to the list like like yeah. wow like, like that would like blow my like, mind as a king yeah. <laughs> like oh snap here we go yeah no all right well i think we'll wrap this one up why don't you go ahead and plug your socials eric sure you Tell can, us where people can find you sure you can find me at trekkieb47 on uh twitter and instagram and also on twitch and then uh, my podcast is the Ranger Command Power Hour at rangercommand.com. And you can find all of our stuff over there. So thank you guys. Awesome. Tyler? You can find me on Twitter at uh, Stormbreaker. -er. Um, and that's pretty much the only social media that I'm using right now. Let's see. Uh, Mason? And you can find me on Twitter at just Mason Merrill. And that's, yeah, that's the same only socials I'm using right now. Chris? You guys can find me uh, on Twitter uh, and Instagram at Toku Chris. Uh, and from there, you can find links to all the variety of projects that I partake in. Um, and as always, you can find us uh, on Twitter at, at Dads Are Dorks. Uh, and we have an email address, which is uh, Dads Are Dorks. I think that's just the email, isn't it? Just Dads Yeah, are Dads Are Dorks at gmail.com. Gmail mm -hmm. So send us an email. We can look at your our website. Yeah, no. dadsardorks.com. Yep. Now, it wouldn't be a dad's episode without... But first. The, I mean, but first. first oh. But first. We, we gotta thank no. our wives. We always, always gotta thank our oh, wives yes. at the end of the episode. Yeah. Thank you. Would not be yeah. able to podcast without their love and support and help. And, oh my gosh, we get to do this in person. Eric, thank you for designing our logo. Yeah, yes. absolutely. 
I'm I'm glad uh, I'm so glad that Mason like integrated it throughout the site, like all the icons and stuff. Uh, the the yeah. site looks really clean. So, oh, thank you. Nice, awesome, cool. All right, well, uh, yep, yeah. Our wives, Michelle, my wife, she was uh, very stressed out today and had a rough day, but I told her that we were podcasting, and she was like, "Yep, totally supportive." So. Big, big ups to them. And uh, yeah. all right, Eric, go ahead and close us out with a dad joke. How many ears does Captain Kirk have? He has three, a right ear, a left ear, and a final front ear. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I love, the, I love the Trek theme, too. All right. We'll see you no. guys next week, everybody. <laughs> Stand on brand, Eric. Stand on brand. I like it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dads or Dorks podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dads or Dorks and be sure to subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more dorky content.